Welcome to Psych Segments, all kinds of psychology knowledge in tiny segments. Hosted by your personal psychology professor and made for the psychology student or student at heart. A podcast that even your mom would approve of. Just ask Freud. Hey, thanks for joining me for another episode of Psych Segments. Glad to have you back. Today's topic is going to be all about Vygotsky and the zone of proximal development. Now this is a topic that you would usually see in a chapter on human growth and development. And that's because Vygotsky was a psychologist that really looked at the way that we develop in terms of social interaction. So Piaget was very interested in how we interact and understand the world by ourselves. But Vygotsky said there's really more to understanding the level of cognitive reasoning that a child or an adult has because you have to look at what someone can do when you look at socialization as a factor. So Vygotsky said, okay, we need to look at a couple things. First of all, yes, we need to look at what a child or an adult can do by themselves, but we also need to take into account how much more they're able to accomplish or how much more of a task they can master if they have some sort of social involvement. So for instance, If you have a child that can count from one to 10 completely on their own, that would be what Vygotsky would call a level or area of mastery. They can do it completely unassisted. And Piaget would say that would be their level of cognitive ability. But Vygotsky takes it a step further because he says, okay, yes, the child can count from one to 10 on their own with no assistance, but how much more could they do? How much farther could they count if they had some sort of social involvement? So for instance, the child counts from one to 10, but I'm sitting with them and I say, okay, what comes next? 11, 12, and when I prompt that child, suddenly they're able to count to 20. And if I give them another prompt, remember 20, 21, maybe they can count to 30. And the more prompts I give, the higher they can go. That is what Vygotsky calls the zone of proximal development. The zone of proximal development is this area that a child or an adult can't necessarily do on their own, but if they get a little bit of assistance, suddenly they're able to do it. Now there's also a third area that's beyond the zone of proximal development that is an area that is unreachable or that is not able to be completed even with social interaction. So for instance, a child can count to one to 10 by themselves. A child can count from one to 100 if they have social involvement, that's the zone of proximal development, but a child is unable to count from one to 100 by fives. That's an unreachable area. So the zone of proximal development is that nice middle area that someone can do if they get a little bit of assistance. Vygotsky is also really instrumental in the study of education and teaching because according to Vygotsky, that zone of proximal development is where learning takes place and it's a teacher's role to help someone go from being unreachable to having something in that zone where they can begin to put it into their mastery category. So for instance, in most education classes, they talk about this concept of I do, we do, you do. 
meaning through socialization, if I'm going to teach you a skill, I'm going to do it for you first and show it to you. Then we're going to do it together, and then you're going to do it on your own. Therefore, taking a skill and making it go from this unreachable to this zone of proximal development to something you can master on your own. And you see this, for instance, if you get a new job waiting tables, first you're going to shadow a server and kind of watch how they do it. Then they're going to help you and you're going to work on it together. And then they're going to step back and shadow you while you do the tasks on your own. I do, we do, you do. So Vygotsky was really big in looking at how social involvement basically enhances someone's cognitive development or abilities. Now, he also had a term that he called scaffolding. And if you think about what scaffolding is like in construction, scaffolding is temporary support that basically allows someone who is working on, say, building a house to reach areas that they may not be able to reach on their own. And scaffolding in Vygotsky terms is the same thing. Basically, scaffolding is support that we provide a learner in the process of taking something from an unreachable task to the zone of proximal development. So for instance, the more scaffolding I give means the more support that I give someone like really working with them in a training process or for a child, counting with them every step of the way. But as someone begins to master a task or skill, what we begin to do is step back and remove that scaffolding little by little so that before long, the person can do a task or skill completely on their own. Think of it as teaching a child how to ride a bike. If you were to give a child a two-wheel bike and say, okay, figure it out, you would be looking at a one-way ticket to the emergency room. But that's not how we do it. We start by giving that child a lot of support. We hold the handlebars, we hold the seat, and we literally walk with them as they pedal. But as they start to get the hang of it, we let go of the handlebars and just hold the seat. And then after a while, we let go of the seat and just kind of keep our hand next to them. And once they really get good, we completely back off. We totally take our scaffolding away when they're ready and when it's appropriate. That allows that child to master that task. But think about how much more quickly a child can learn how to ride a bike if they have that social involvement versus if you were to just give them the bike and say, good luck. Now, the other thing that Vygotsky talks about besides the zone of proximal development and the idea of scaffolding is the concept of private speech and the idea that if we look at someone's cognitive ability, one of the things that really aids in our uh, ability to think and process is the idea of being able to privately or silently think through problems and activities. So for instance, if you were to hear a child trying to solve a problem, they would probably be talking to themselves, so to speak. They would be saying and processing the steps out loud. But as we grow up, what you start to see is this internalization of that ability, that thought process where you talk to yourself step by step internally, and that helps you basically do and think uh, more abstractly and more advanced. So Vygotsky was the socialist, if you look at cognitive development. He was all about looking at how much more we can achieve based on interaction with other people. He is fundamental in development, he's fundamental in education and learning, 
And it really is a lot of how interaction makes us. It helps us develop at a faster rate, and it gives us credit for how much more we're willing and able to do with just a little bit of assistance. I often tell my psych students that if you don't believe in Vygotsky and you don't buy into this idea of the zone of proximal development, there's no point to coming to class. I'll give you the book and I'll see you for the final exam. But the zone of proximal development basically says through socialization, I can increase your understanding of psychology because we're going to work together. Someone who is a master at a task is going to help you get further through that interaction than you would if you were just doing it by yourself. Thanks for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Psych Segments. If you are taking a test anytime soon, I wish you the best of luck. Don't forget that the zone of proximal development in Vygotsky is also why tutoring or helping someone else uh, study together you know, as a team why that works because you have someone who is more advanced than a subject helping someone who's a little bit behind. So there's your zone of proximal development at work when you're studying right there. And I guess you can thank Vygotsky for that. If you've enjoyed today's episode of Psych Segments, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook for more psychological knowledge and to suggest topics for future episodes. This podcast exists so that you can survive Psych 101. Thanks for listening.